0: For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created the simple and effective way to lose weight. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today.
1: It's Wednesday the 28th of June, welcome to Afternoon Sport, Dan McHugh here and today I'm joined by Rugby League fanatic, funny man Tim Hewitt. G'day Dan, how are you mate? I'm pretty good, I'm excited to be hanging out with you this morning Timbo.
2: Yes mate, I'm I'm in recovery mode, I, uh, I'm i back with my, my touch team, uh, the Hueys Heroes, named after myself, captain coach. Uh, unfortunately we, we've had another loss early in the season here but we build into it mate, yes. Yes. We went down.
1: How far are we into the season? It's a uh, third game, yes. Um, third game. How many losses?
2: Well, th- look, I'm not, I'm going to be real with you, Dan. It's it's three losses. Uh, a lot of a lot of my sort of star recruits there, are on the bench. My best player is currently recovering from a hair transplant, so you know this <laughs> is, <laughs> the, you know, you think there's a lot of issues for NRL coaches, AFL coaches, but I tell you what, the the real coalface is trying to organise six blokes in their thirties to play social sport on a Tuesday night that's that's you know that's the backbone of sport in this country really
1: alright all right. All right. <laughs> enough about Huey's heroes let's get to the to the big games uh, we'll be talking about cricket some NRL we're going to talk enhanced games we're going to talk some soccer AFL UFC and more right after this quick break
0: someone you love could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age any fitness at any time. More than 80% happen at home, and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute. And sadly, in Australia, around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now you can increase your chances of survival with CellAid, the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a CellAid. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your CellAid at CellAid.io. That's dot dio
1: G'day, this is Maroon. I'm on Fire Up this week, so come have a listen. Find it on any podcast app. It's only good this week because I'm on it. Okay, let's have a look at the cricket. The Ashes Test 2 of 5 starts tonight, 8pm Australian time. Are you excited Absolutely. for that one, Absolutely. Always
2: excited for a Lord's Test. Uh, and I don't think the hot tip, it is not going five days final session like match one, which was an epic. Uh, it's looking like a very green wicket. Uh, England very quickly have abandoned their plans of saying we want fat, fla- uh, flat, fast decks to sort of, you know, uh, outbash the Aussies. Uh, they've very quickly gone back to sort of sing- seeming and swinging conditions uh, for their home decks, which they're more used to. So... Yeah, I think this is looking at three, four days max. It's looking like Stuart Broad and Jimmy Anderson are back doing what they love, which is nipping us off off the top of off. So it should be, but it should be exciting either way. I'm excited.
1: Speaking of fat, Jim Maxwell's been, had plenty to say about the English team and he reckons their sh- selection sucks and thinks that Johnny Bairstow is overweight and shouldn't be the wicketkeeper. Yes,
2: yeah, I did. I did see that, Dan. Um, you know, that's 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 quite a dig from Jim there. Uh, but <laughs> 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 hey, look, you know, we, us us blokes that are a little thicker, you know, we can still get the job done. Uh, but he is right though, uh, Johnny. He's a great batsman um, and very very basball, uh, which is the the word of the week with the Ashes. But uh, I he 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 did look a little underdone definitely after coming back from a broken leg from golf uh you know which you know hard to hard to stay trim when you have got a broken leg you know um yeah uh, yeah and he did drop a fair few pretty crucial catches to be fair and a few missed stumpings it's it's a especially a tricky one when they have probably the best gloveman in the world behind him with Ben folks but yeah he's just going to want to have to score a fair few runs to justify the drop catches he's going to make and and justify the weight, you know, according to Jim. <laughs>
1: what do you think about um, Moeen Ali being out and Josh Tongue coming in?
2: Oh yeah, mate. Always, always good to get a bit of tongue in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Mo, he's a great player, but I, I think we saw in that test you can't you can't have two three years off uh, red ball cricket and then sort of come back in and expect to be right for a for a massive five day test match. Uh, sort of his finger sort of became very damaged and he couldn't really bowl so I'd, obviously they were going to change him it was just whether it was for another spinner but as soon as you saw that wicket it's i don't i don't think they're playing a spinner put it that way dan so yeah josh Tung is in uh he seems like a pretty good sort of uh another classic english sort of seam bowler um if anything you know it's a bit samey they all all bowl similar paces but uh I still don't I still don't think it's going to be an issue for them. I think they're going to take 20 wickets pretty easily on this deck.
1: Oh so you think the English are looking good for for this next next test?
2: I I th- I think so. I I mean I hope not. Um I
1: Feel like you're contradicting Jim Maxwell, mate.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, maybe maybe that's why they want to they want a wicket that's going to cause a quick game so so Johnny doesn't get too tuckered out and he's got yeah. got plenty of time for for lunch and tea. <laughs>
1: Let's move on to the NRL. Rhys Walsh to miss Origin Game Three. Any thoughts on this one, Tim?
2: Yeah, well he's he's been uh, he's been charged uh, with sort of a a few a few choice words to the referee against the Titans on the weekend, uh, and it, yeah. it, it was a long deliberation from what I could tell. It's sort of uh, which is always exciting to me. I think having lawyers and NRL players in suits uh, sort of debate. <laughs> Whether he said the F and C bomb to a referee for four hours You know <laughs> to be a fly on the wall, you know. Uh there was one
1: Yeah, it sounds like the highly intellectual debate yeah. of whether someone swore at this guy or that guy. Yeah,
2: very very much when you see when you see lawyers sort of say, Don't say anything to their client, this is this is doubly that when they're at the NRL judiciary. Uh <laughs> Yeah. He did sort of uh, give a spray, uh and he was saying he was saying it to Pat Carrigan. Uh and you can see in the here in the audio, uh, Pat yells at Reese while he's yelling to calm his effing brain. Um which I actually think is yeah. quite sort of good advice for, for not only Reese but everyone. Um to every now and then calm your effing brain. Yeah. Um but I, I think this yeah. is sort of it's sort of been building. Reese's obviously had a massive sort of breakout origin. Um, he sort of, you know, very quickly become, you know, one of the superstars. I think, and I, I not that he's arrogant, but I could, you could feel there there was a fair bit of confidence brewing. And and I I don't think it's the the worst thing for him to sort of get a bit of a reality check again. He's a very young man. Oh, you um,
1: think he needs to pull his head in? I, He's I, too big for
2: his boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big. I'm a big guy like that. Now they gotta calm down. Uh, but I, I. But you can't be. You can't be swearing at a referee as well. That's it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, so
1: this is this is, like my opinions. You know, always going to be anti-authoritarian because that's mm. just how I'm designed. But I think um, the ref didn't even hear him. Firstly, yeah. So the actual issue I think is is that the. Uh, Mike on field picked up what he was saying and, and yeah. that, you know, that yeah. families or kids or whatever hear it, which goes back to why the hell would you ever want your kid to idolise a rugby league player? But um, I think he should be allowed to play. But I do agree that, you know, sometimes we all need to pull our heads in and, you know, yeah. watch our language and say the right things in the right places. So, yeah, yeah there's a lesson. But shouldn't the Australian public learn a lesson? Here, isn't there a lesson for us?
2: Absolutely, yes. We all need to learn our moral lessons from from NRL players with gorgeous eyebrows. I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I I did also enjoy. I saw on Instagram, uh, sort of, Reese replied in a comment to for sort of Fox Sports posting the the audio and the and the footage, and he said, "I wasn't talking to the ref like T O did a few toos and stuff, which is fine. Uh, but then, within ten minutes, he did a very, very long, very uh, manicured post using sort of words like whilst and withheld and and uh, yeah, it was very, very much as someone had confiscated Reese's phone and uh, yeah, 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 and, yeah. <laughs> and knocked out a bit of it. I think the lawyer that was. Uh, was uh, in charge of his case, also got in charge of his Instagram for that one. Yeah, it seemed like a very a very subtle <laughs> a very subtle change in language. It was yeah. an
1: enhanced tweet, an enhanced tweet. It was
2: absolutely.
1: Um, I, I just dropped that word enhanced there because our next topic is a favourite one for me. It's about the enhanced games. There's an Olympic-styled competition for drug-taking athletes. It's being ju- launched by Australian entrepreneur Aaron D'Souza. Uh, he plans to stage the first event next year in December, with five sports categories: track and field, swimming, weightlifting, gymnastics, and combat sports. Isn't that sick?
2: I, I can't imagine it taking over the Olympics, but uh, you know, I can't. I can't lie to you and say I wouldn't. I wouldn't check the highlights of the enhanced games. You know.
1: Yeah. Look, I actually think um, it's actually a terrific idea. I think the Olympics, the way they are at the moment, you know, it's basically everyone's using technologies to hide their steroid taking. Yeah. I just think that it's better that that stuff's out in the open rather Get than it. being hidden.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, and it does become a sort of a, a race <laughs> to who has the best scientists.
1: Yeah, it absolutely does. It absolutely becomes that. And it also, you know, people want to talk about like... You know, having natural humans compete against natural humans, but then you need to look at things like socio-economic status, and you know who's had more advantage. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think it. I don't think it's a moral issue. I think it's more like a an ethical issue within medical research, which is. Occurring already, maybe it'll speed up medical research.
2: Yeah, perhaps. Uh, I mean, it also does. Uh, I also very easily could see it becoming a thing where someone someone's heart pops, yeah, <laughs> doing a deadlift because they've got the got enough drugs to sort of knock out a horse in them or whatever. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it 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 would be intriguing. Oh, so uh, the,
1: you're thinking like cocaine or or amphetamines or something? Oh
2: well, yeah. I, I I'm imagining. Just yeah, a, a, a real mix. The, the
1: all right, the so your Gold Coast mix. So you're thinking like there's different drug categories, like whoever smokes the most bongs and then like swims fifty meters the fastest.
2: Oh, that that would be exciting. I've seen at pubs. I've seen some guys on uh, meth that could really do some damage in the combat <laughs> sports section. Um,
1: uh, I was actually thinking yeah. more like. Um, gene therapy and and steroids and these sorts yeah. of things because yeah well i think that's, that's yeah <laughs>
2: because i don't think they're also great for the hardy no to they're be fair, not but, but uh, <laughs> um
1: there's uh i think there's too much cloak and dagger around these sorts of medical techniques because currently you have um china usa france they're all working on enhanced soldiers and you know like actual mm. movie kind of crazy stuff and they're using gene therapy things like CRISPR. Do you know about CRISPR? C-R-I-S-P-R It basically like programs a a string of proteins or a DNA sequence and it will snip that out. Yeah, right. So that they're able to alter human DNA. They're already starting to use it in humans and test it. Um, Oh, wow. So all this stuff, I feel like if we had an enhanced games, it would bring all of this stuff into the forefront. There'd be you know, And we'd actually be more aware yeah. of what's going on.
2: Well, one thing I know for certain, all the Hueys heroes next week will all be on CRISPR. Don't you worry. <laughs> We're going to get that first win, <laughs> let me tell you.
1: Okay, let's have a quick break and we'll be talking AFL and fighting after this.
0: For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created. Packed with protein and low in sugar, it's sure to keep you full throughout the day, not to mention it's only $2.49 a meal. Over half a million Aussie guys have lost weight the Manshake way. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today.
1: So, having a look at the AFL, concussion expert Chris Nowinski says attitudes to head contact in AFL must change.
2: Yeah, absolutely. This is this is sort of a you know this is not only AFL. This is sort of happening with almost all contact sports, really. It's it's sort of a you know um, it's very important and sort of things do need to change. Except it's sort of at at the cost of oh you know this isn't the game we grew up with, etc. You know that. The old, the old games gone soft sort of rhetoric, but uh, I think it's you know it's it is important to keep sort of discussing these things and bringing it to light, more, Especially with younger kids as well, I think that that's a good idea to not you know sort of minimise contact when you're younger, especially.
1: Do you think that we're going to see, like, will they stop playing contact sports? Because at the moment we're dancing around with, oh, you've got to, you've got to tackle. More gently There's this weird dance that's occurring Yeah I I think we either need to face up to the fact That it's a violent game Or move away from it
2: Yeah I mean uh, You know It's good that they've You know A lot of the codes have implemented changes To be more You know More strict on head contact and stuff But It You know I think it's It's all a bit of a fantasy that You know uh, Contact with the head's just Gonna magically disappear From all these sort of sports You know It's it's bound to happen sort of intentionally or unintentionally, um, you know. Yeah. With the games as they are, there's always unfortunately sort of going to be risk of concussion and, you know.
1: So, so I think there's actually a parallel topic with humans here. And sorry if this is too deep for afternoon sport. But human <laughs> modern, sophisticated humans like to pretend that we're not violent. Mm. But I think that we've got this thing where we sort of... Um, Outsource our violence Yeah. So sport is one way of outsourcing Violence So instead of getting together With a bunch of mates in your neighbourhood And going fighting another neighbourhood You instead outsource that to your team Who do it for you Who go to the battle for you
2: I like it Dan I like it
1: So And it's the same with our wars Currently we end up having all of these Proxy wars that end up being in the Middle East Or you know Just somewhere that's not on our own Soil like, we've got an Australian army, but Australian army always goes and fights for someone else in some other country. Yes,
2: this is sort of the, the, uh, the deep thinking of uh, someone that's been concussed, you know? <laughs> this, is, this is what we need. <laughs> no, absolutely.
1: No, I just think that, you know, at some point we need to either graduate from actually being violent... Mm. and actually going, well, let's give up violence or we need to accept the violence and, you know, portion off a a piece of society for that to occur properly. And one of those great portions is UFC. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I was going to say this is a perfect segue into our next topic here, Dan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So UFC 293, it's going to be in Sydney in September, which is actually just around the corner now. Um Sadly, well, unfortunately, it's uh, unlikely that uh, Australia's favourite top dog, Alexander Volkanovsky, will be there.
2: The Volk, yes. Yeah, he's incredible, the Volkanovsky. Also just an incredible fighter's name, Volkanovsky, isn't it? It's
1: It's like Hulk. Yeah, the
2: incredible Volk.
1: (laughs) 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 Although that kind of sounds like a magician, but anyway.
2: Another dangerous thing, but yeah, different codes.
1: He won't be here in September because he's uh, got a huge title match against Yeah Rodriguez two weeks beforehand Uh, and then he'll most likely be getting ready for Australia week in Las Vegas I don't know why more people aren't talking about this Australia week in Las Vegas Yeah
2: it is it is really it is really sort of a little fantasy world drawn up by rabid NRL and UFC fans, of which there's a big crossover, I imagine, uh, <laughs> just get, as you were talking about uh, our, our, you know, what our we live our violence through, uh, that week on, on Las Vegas, oh my lord.
1: <laughs> Pretty much Las Vegas <laughs> turns into Bali for, for one week. Absolutely,
2: yeah, absolutely. Plus combat sport and NRL, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful mixture, of a real... Real Peter Volandi's uh, genius stroke this one, yeah.
1: Yes, yes, please. Yeah,
2: it, it, uh, and uh, apparently we are working on an afternoon sport uh, trip, aren't we? For uh, You for know what, so week. I was
1: just about to say, all of the negative vibe I just spread across Las Vegas week, I would absolutely go. Oh,
2: I want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Just to I witness it with my be own be eyes, you know. Heaps of fun. Yeah.
2: You'd want to see <laughs> the full of Rome, that sort of thing. You, you do want to see... Great periods of decadence in our in our lifetime. So you'd you'd love to see what's happening over at uh, Australia Week in Vegas, you know?
1: Yes, please. You know what else we'd like to see? Oh, our segues are just on fire this morning. We're on fire, Dan. Um, Elon Musk v v Zuckerberg. Um, did you see the 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 tweet stoush that occurred? I did see it. I did see it. It's um
2: it's it's very exciting. Uh, I think the only winners, uh, whatever happened, would be sort of the shit posters of the world, and you know, people that love seeing a billionaire get get beaten up. So, I, I think everyone wants it to happen. To be fair,
1: so I totally agree with that. The only winners out of a fight between Elon Musk and uh, Mark Zuckerberg are everyone who watches it because they'll get to see two guys that everyone kind of secretly hates or outwardly hates punching the shit out of each other. Yeah. Um the huge weight difference would be an issue or would it do you reckon
2: i i i think zuckerberg would crush him to be honest uh i know i know i know know musk has got a got a bit few more kilos on him but uh yeah he's i've seen footage of him uh in jiu-jitsu competitions really dominating people which i also do feel sorry for that poor bloke that has to Versus Zuckerberg in a jiu-jitsu comp, you know. <laughs> you're sort of your weekend off, you're having a bit of a fun <laughs> jujitsu competition, you've got to get this shit kicked out of you by a billionaire that's keyed up, ready to go.
1: I'm in two thoughts about this though. So with Zuckerberg, I've definitely seen the cold dead eyes. Oh. I my God, s- I see Those the psychopath eyes. there ready to kill. The but lizard. with the uh, Elon Musk I-, I don't know. I think you um I think you can't you can't um Misjudge someone like that. Yeah, um, I
2: guess you, you you can never discount a South yeah. African as well. To be fair.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> they're always got something fucked up going on.
1: Um, but I also think it, it will just never happen.
2: No, I, well, I did see that. Uh, Elon Elon said his mum told him that it, they're not allowed to do it, which oh, it's is cancelled. That's oh, off. Which is a sort of an excuse that I've seen be used from when I'm about six years old you know it's the yeah, 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 the oldest yeah. schoolyard trick in the book actually actually my mum said I can't fight you but I would definitely beat you actually
1: <laughs> well that's it for afternoon sport today make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen a big thank you to our sponsors
2: cell uh, AED thank you uh,
1: and they're the world's first mini defibrillator you can have one in your sports bag or at home we'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport see you guys G'day, this is Maroon. I'm on fire up this week, so come have a listen. Find it on any podcast app. It's only good this week because I'm on it.